Hello, welcome to the podcast. It is Tuesday, December 5, and you're about to hear what happened on the show today. If you didn't, and don't forget, tomorrow, if you're in Brisbane, FM 105.3 on your radio. We spoke to someone who did the first proposal in Parliament. Oh, big show today. Yeah, you're going to find out that. if they're going to say yes or no. We had an exclusive with Pablo, our pool guy. That was amazing. That was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good guy. I think, you know, he had, I think he didn't think quite. sleazy? Well, didn't, doesn't know where the line is in our country, I, yeah. I don't think. Different cultures. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. But no excuse. Yeah. It is no excuse. No. Oh. So. No, it's no excuse. It's no, it's no, it's no excuse. Because <laughs> um. we also spoke to someone about sexual harassment in the worst workplace. Mm. That's right. Yep. So that is all on the way. Uh, a very good show. Let's play. This is a pool party. I have come to clean the pool. Win a pool at Stab Abby and Mad's pool party. Yeah, this is so exciting. On Friday, we give away a brand new pool. You can come down, just have breakfast with us. But uh, all throughout the day, you just have to listen out for Pablo, the pool cleaner. Yes, he's caused quite a stir this week with his drop-ins and uh, cue to calls. And we thought, well, we may as well talk to the man himself. So joining us in the the studio now... Hey, Pablo. And Maddie. Don't forget Maddie. Say hi to Maddie. G'day, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. (laughs) You're very handsome, young Matthew. You Um, are. You are overwhelming, I would say. Thank you for coming in. Uh, We were just talking about this. Shush, shush, shush. I want to talk to the lovely lady. (sighs) Okay, mate. (laughs) Why am I giggling? I have heard that you have a... uh, Husband? Two kids? (laughs) Who is it? This is Sorry. my moment. Don't get jealous. He'll talk to you that in a minute. That has never stopped me from scooping any lady's pool before. So, okay, so you I... have a new house? Yes. Do you have a pool here? Yeah? No. You need a pool, darling. I do need darling, a pool. Darling, get yourself a pool. I will. Um, how long have you been a pool cleaner for? I what is my voice doing this? I was born a pool cleaner. I will die You're a pool cleaner. Uh-huh. You would not believe it. My yeah. whole family all born with their own scoops. Really? really? Yes. Like uh, your father and his father um, before him. So you <laughs> actually do right. clean pools? <laughs> Look. I come to clean the pool. Yeah. Never quite make it to the pool. Okay. Uh, Which pa- has been fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Considering the creepy crawly has come. You know, because it looks like I've been said to do my job. Um, but yet I have I not. I can't. I can't anymore. Pablo, your, uh, your hair is fantastic. I was just wondering, where, where do you get your haircut, buddy? Oh, everybody knows there's only one place in Brisbane. <laughs> you get your haircut. Stefan. No! <laughs> that is not true. like you, you and your friend who go to where uh, they are. Tony's jump shot. <laughs> I've heard about him. Yeah, Matt, Stav, is that where you go? Yeah, yeah, that's where we go and get our hair cut. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Pablo, your hair's a bit longer. Like, I think you need more like of a stylist here, yeah, you know? Yes, I know what you mean, Matt, yes. I got to go for the blow dry. Yeah. Hey, um, got to get the wash. Sometimes, you know, I say Pablo is a busy man, so it goes grey. So sometimes, you know, you need to put the foil. Are you going to come on Friday? I can do whatever you want me to do, pretty lady. Um, it depends. Are you going to be there? Pablo. Yes. Yes. I'm a huge fan of the uh, improvisational show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? And on that show, Never they do... It. Okay, well, on that show, Don't I'll explain it to you. Too busy cleaning pools. I can imagine. Uh, on that show, they do a thing called uh, Word at a Time Story, where yes. you do a, tell a story doing one word at a time. Yes. I would love you and Maddie to play that game for me right now. Do you know something? Mm-hmm. You have a very wonderful jawline. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you that? Yeah, I Actually, a few people. You're very attractive. Man. Oh, you oh, but you, you clean anyone's pool <laughs> for the right price. Now you're Pablo is available. <laughs> what is this game that you want me to play? So it's no. a word. It's, it's a word of the time story. I don't Make think me, I've ever heard this game before. To be oh, honest okay, with you, okay. So we'll, we, go we'll give you a demo. Once upon a time, I was 
a bear in the forest. Like that. You and Maddie play that game. That would be interesting. Do you want to play, Matt? I mean, I'm up for it if you're up for it. <laughs> okay. I will start it. Okay. Okay. Drop that music, Matt. Drop that music. Okay, there you go. Music's off. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about, Pablo? I don't know. You just started. Okay. He just said he'd start. I am a man or a woman who enjoys... Oh, is it only one word at a time? Sorry. I did not know that either. <laughs> they invent these crazy games to play in Australian radio. <laughs> I know, it's what, it's what we do, Pablo. Okay, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Today is a special day for anybody in Brisbane. Because today, <laughs> everybody um, who calls the uh, what what is is this uh, radio, uh, radio ra- station ra- or the number? Do you want the number? Radio station. Okay, comes to the <laughs> pool party. <laughs> that is brilliant, Matthew. Very brilliant. In fact, I want to talk to the people now. If you're listening, Brisbane, why have you not called on 131060? Is that the number? Yes. Yeah, that's it, buddy. That's oh, it. Yeah, 131060. Uh, wow, Pablo, it's been such an honour to have you in the studio. Am I a popular in this, uh, this city? Sure. Is yep. it? It's my first time here. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. Very, very popular. Yeah, South Bank is a very beautiful place. Oh, a big pool. There's a big, big pool. pool. There. I could scoop that for weeks. It would still be brown. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to it? Yeah. That uh, was a picnic bar. It was. Um, was it you, okay? you really have to. Um, oh, wait, we do have someone that's called through. Sorry. We've uh, just got Talia. From... Are we running it? Should we play ads? Like, are we running out of time? or? I don't know. You're the radio guy. You make the decision. I just, I just come here to talk to you. Okay, one quick call then. Charlie. All right. Talia from Deception Bay. You want to talk to Pablo? Yeah. Uh, how big of a pool do you clean? Oh, darling. I can clean a little pool, a medium pool, a large pool, a extra large pool. <laughs> An imaginary pool. <laughs> what kind of pool have you got? Uh, an imaginary pool? Oh, yeah. Uh, a real one? I'll yeah. tell you what, let's take it off the air and let's find out what you need me to do, okay? Okay. Talia, okay. do you want to come along to our pool party? I do. Yes, come along. That would along. be amazing. Yeah, come along, you okay. get to meet Pablo. Okay, Maddie, play that oh thing. Oh my God. Play that, play that thing that you play when people win. Oh, the winning sound effect? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Can I wait to meet you, Talia? Coming to meet you. Bye bye, darling. Matt, can we have we got any more time today? Can no, you go calls? I think we're I think we're ready. Ready. All right, all right. Well, uh, lovely to meet you guys. Nice lovely to meet, to meet you. you. Can't wait for Friday. All right, hey, uh, Abby. Yes. Abby. Yes. Uh, you need to shake off these two bloody fellas. Do you know and, uh, what? It's funny you say that. I've been thinking about it for a while. Dead weight. They call it back in <laughs> back in my country. They call it dead weight. Uh, Cut them off at the legs. Okay. Bye bye, Brisbane. Bye. Uh, it's Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, the other day I had to go and do something which I should have done earlier in the year. As a marriage celebrant, you have to do your ongoing training, on- ongoing development, I think it is, and you can do it correspondence as well. So you don't need to actually go in in person. But this is for all everyone that's left it to the last minute, the last possible day. <laughs> Wouldn't they just wait because the law's about to change at the end of the week? So wouldn't they just go, got, you know what, we'll, we'll yeah, do, it, I know. do it later. It's weird, isn't it? Because you've got to do it every year. 
a certain amount of training. You've got to oh, do it. So okay. they're waiting for it. So yeah, we learned all about that as well because we're waiting, trying to see whether it comes in because that will, will obviously change for us. Mm. There was a, a couple of questions about whether we'll be able to refuse weddings mm-hmm. um, for four same-sex couples. And around the room, everyone was like, well, why would you want to? Mm. You know what I mean? Like That's it, good. A, one of the lady put up her hand and goes, I can't wait. I need more cash. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is exactly. just going to be raining. Like, this is just money coming in. And she goes, I'm so excited. And then the other person put up their hand and said, I'm not looking forward to it because I've done so many commitment ceremonies and I offered all our couples a free wedding when it comes in. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so, but everyone was so supportive of it. But what I want to talk about is the awkwardness, and I think it happens in workplaces as well, especially team bonding days, yeah. where you have to do role playing. Mm. Because we all had to do a lot of written component. We're talking about the legal stuff. And then there was about writing ceremonies. And we had to deliver a ceremony. So we had to get in groups and do a role play Mm -hmm. of a wedding. So one of us had to pretend to be the bride, the groom. You got married. I got married. Well, we chose for ours. We were like, well, we're going to do like a new age one. We're going to do two brides. Brilliant. So, and the other girl, she took on role playing so well. She's still texting you. (laughs) She's, she's like writing to me as a wife, as my wife, saying, uh, hey, if you don't reply, just remember I'm getting the lawyers and I'm taking half your stuff. <laughs> Where are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you answering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I texted you 20 minutes ago. But it's just so funny seeing a group of people having to do the role plays of like, because mm. you'd get up there and you'd stand and they're, we were like. They're always awkward. And it's like, especially when you do role playing, it's like you may now kiss the bride. And we're like, hey, high five. <laughs> Is that how they're going to do them, do you think, once it passes? Probably. We're not um, kissing. Have you ever had someone had someone not want to kiss at a wedding? Like, because they were... No. Some no, no, I have pair. a lot of couples that I'm like, hey, hey, hey. That's enough. I didn't say kiss. We're just, we're first through the first sentences. Wait till the end. <laughs> um, I remember when I had to do work for the doll. Yes. Um, and we had, there was literally, um, they were teaching you how to work in service stations, I think, because there was a lot of service station jobs around <laughs> at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they God, had, they really reached high for you guys, didn't they? <laughs> I, they didn't get one. They had a whole store with like picnic bars that had been emptied and filled with cotton wool. Oh, really? And you had a money till with fake money and you worked in the petrol station all day. They have that at my so, son's kindy. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly just so right. weird because you feel like you're exactly. doing like a kid's pretend, like yeah. you're sitting down having some yeah, right. sort of like pretend. The store still caught fire. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you're having a smoke outside? Someone <laughs> robbed it. Up car. Yeah, someone robbed it. They're gonna be very disappointed. I, don't, I, don't, I, I get, I get why workplaces want to do them, mm. but no one ever generally takes them serious, and they're always weird yeah. and stupid. Remember, we had one here. We had to get up and say what singer we were. We had to embody it. Like you had to get up and like, it's, rather than say, hi, I'm Abby, I had to get up and say, I'm Beyonce. Well, yeah. So, well, you're Beyonce. See my moves. Who, who are you and why do you want to be them? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Beyonce yeah. and I love being who I am because I'm empowering. And yes. you're just like, oh. I said, I'm, I'm Usher. I want to be Usher because he's not here. <laughs> Yeah, what? I don't think they like you that much. There were, now it even like it's hard. Our boss, remember Ego sent us the love languages thing we had to fill yes. out, which was tell why you, how you like to receive affection, like whether it's yeah. through like being t- given compliments and things like that. They Sometimes they go and have these like corporate meetings where they go, this is how you'll understand oh, yeah. your team. Anytime I walk into a meeting and there's butcher's paper, I just turn around and walk yeah. straight oh, back yeah. out because you're going to be drawing feelings in a cloud with yeah. things streaming <laughs> off it saying, oh God. So many of those. Well, 13, 13, 10, 60, every workplace has it. doesn't matter whether you're high up in corporate or a job site. At some point, you get 
talked into doing some sort of team exercise mm. or role play or something. What have you done at your workplace? Jen on the sunny coast, have you had to do this? Hey, yeah, it wasn't really role-playing. It was more that they wanted to try the concept of people airing their grievances. So you had to pick someone from the group that actually you didn't like. So therefore we had to sit there and role-play that you had to tell them what you didn't like about them and they thought that it would would air basically, you know, make the team stronger and all it did was just made people have vendettas against people. Yes, that is yeah. the worst That's idea. That's Yeah, it was. Did it, it start it really... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, did it start really nice? Like one person going, oh, I don't really have much. And then one person just went out and then everyone just went, oh, I can beat that. Oh, there was one person that had about 20 people pointing to them and they had them lined up there waiting to go. So everyone wow. was just getting pointed at and it was just like, what? Are you guys serious? So, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Imagine if we did that here. Well, we it did, didn't work out well. <laughs> we did once where um, we're all about being in the open plan office and we had to yep. be out there and everyone should be able to see us. And then we had a stand-up fight where someone stormed out and the boss is like, we'll go back into the back room. No <laughs> 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 worries, guys. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks Jen. Jen. Hey, Vicky's on uh, from Mount Cotton. Have you had to do one of these workplace exercises? Hi. Hey, hey. Vicky. Uh, yeah, look, I, a few years ago I worked for a, um, one of the biggest direct selling companies, Ding Dong, mm-hmm. um, and you go down to Sydney, you do a day's training, your product launches, all of that. The next day was motivational uh, speakers, mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing. Then they made us, they gave us the half an hour, we had to invent a new product for this company. Oh. Uh. All the head shows came in, we had to stand up and we had to deliver Everybody's sitting there madly riding away with their ideas. And I was just pretty bored by this time. <laughs> so my, my turn came around and I got up and I just said, okay, look, if you see, what you see in front of you is a bowl of, um, I think they were cool mints. Oh, yeah. These are the tablets that I have invented. They drop all your unnecessary weight. They make you beautiful. Your skin will be shining. Your hair will be long. It will be lustrous. Yeah. Even the head honchos. Everybody grabbed handfuls of these cool mints <laughs> and shoved them in their mouth. What? Really? <laughs> oh, and then that it actually broke the the whole tension. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah right. You yeah. should have said right at the end as they consumed all the way. Nah, just kidding. It was all Viagra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Viagra was out in those days. Uh, right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, right. Wow. Uh, thanks for calling, Vicky. Sheena in Bray Park. We've got a lot of role players in the workplace. What did you have to do? Hey, um, yeah, I'm one of the ones that organises the role plays and the group activities and that to get everybody involved. Okay. Um, okay. You have to back yourself, don't you? Is there even one that you've just gone, oh, God, this one's going to be hard to get over the line? Um, yeah, most of the time I do sweat bullets a bit to see how people will like react to it and how, how many people will grow into it, but it's... It's funny. I, I love watching people embarrass themselves. <laughs> you know, people people need to act like kids sometimes. Like even yeah. adults need that little kid moment. And it's just good to see that some of them just go in and act like kids again and have fun with it. And then there's the ones that like stand back a bit, but you can see that they're trying to yeah, <laughs> trying try to, to get break into the it. shell. What would you recommend like, for oh. uh, for us, us three here? What sort of role playing oh, would you, for you guys? Oh crap. Um, maybe if you guys do, so 
of your Stab's wife or of, of Stab's your husband and do a little bit of role-playing like that to see how you guys react. I'm not sure they need and... to. Um, I, work, I work with them every day of the week. Shut and up. these two are like an old married couple. Yesterday, Abby didn't like his shoes. She told him to take them off, and he did. Oh, wow. So I think we're, we're you know what? We're a strong team, we guys. We're going to make it. Good on you, Sheena. You guys are strong. Stab, Thanks Abby, on. and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, it is worth $10,000 every single time we play, and uh, we read out on today's show our 3,500th question. That's yes. right. And the yeah. letters for tomorrow are E.T. For extra-testicle. Extra-terrestrial. Uh, yes. So, yes. Sorry, that one. Went to school with a guy with an extra testicle. Really? Shout out. His sperm <laughs> count must be very high. He was very blokey bloke. He had a lot of testosterone. Yes, he was a scary, scary guy. He's uh, uh, just scared of him? A little. Okay. His sister was gorgeous. I'm did he still show talking. you his cubicle? His, his cubicle? We went into a cubicle. Did he go into a cubicle and did he show you the extra? No, I just used to pop out in conversation. <laughs> I still can't tell whether he's doing his gear on us it's or whether true, it, it's true. It's true. So you saw true it? Story. No, it was just he was, he was famous for having three testicles. Yeah, but no one ever saw it. I don't know. Some people saw it. I'm sure his girlfriend saw it. You don't know that? Why? Well, you weren't there. You <laughs> weren't there. <laughs> just, yeah, it sounds like a myth to me. No. I, can't, I can't imagine a kid at school letting everyone know about that. You'd yeah. keep that on the DL. Why? I don't think he was a, big enough. It didn't matter. And he was big and hairy because there's so much testosterone from the extra. I don't know if it's a bragging extra, thing. Extra nut. Hey, Stav. Nice to meet you. I've got, I've got three, three nuts. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, eating the rest of the packet. <laughs> you still friends with him? No. We weren't friends. I was too scared of him. Oh. He was the guy. Remember how I used to talk about the guy that could make the... Um, Magpie impression. So he'd walk behind people and make it sound like you were being swept by a magpie and people would You've really been overwhelmed by him, haven't you? He's had a real impression of you. Oh, is he the you? guy you've got all the photos of in your lounge room on the wall? Oh, he's the one that you said you would turn gay for. Is that the one? Oh, we've, uh, always, we've all got oh, one. Oh, I know. We've sorry. You one. wanted to see the three balls, but you never got there. Yeah, the statue arrives next week. <laughs> huh? Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everyone. Santa here, and this is my hotline. Ho, ho. I've always wanted one of those. This is getting a lashing in my house at the moment. Mm. I don't know what it is, but Santa, I reckon, gets about four or five calls a day from me. Really? Someone has not he hasn't been blocked your number very yet? good. No, no, Santa oh. wouldn't block. He's so nice, isn't he? He's yeah, not Christmas a blocker, Santa. Fast approaching, just running a Christmas card to the Lord Mayor, actually. Oh, wow. Mm. Quirky. Quirky. What'd you, you say in it? Uh, <laughs> you don't know because no, our producers wrote it. No, we've been writing them all Sam here. I've been writing all of them. Are you, you serious? <laughs> we've written all of them. Did you guys write them? Yes. yes. Have you just been signing it? I've just written my name. Yeah, you should have seen what I wrote to Bill Shorten. Um, oh, I, I didn't realise you had to put messages Dear on. Lord Mayor oh, Graham Quirk, well done on another successful year. Eh? No corruption for you, well done. No, I didn't put that in. I look forward <laughs> to having you on the show in the new year. Love lots, Abby. I just and wrote one to Alastasia Palaszczuk. What did you say? Hope you win. And uh, we'll chat to you in 2018. Will we still send that if she doesn't win? Yeah, we're sending I've it I've done two. We're going to send oh, them right. a, a tradie chat calendar. Yeah. Okay, anyway, well, so send... that's, that's how much Christmas is coming. But yeah. we do have Santa's um, phone number. And we do know for a lot of the parents out there, they like to say, look, I'm going to call Santa. Let him know if you've been naughty or nice. So Please. we uh, get these messages from Santa. Mm-hmm. He shoots them through to us every single day. 
So you go on there. Make sure you leave details too, because Santa wants to know exactly what the kids are doing. Mm. Yes. He he knows that they're naughty. He gets the, the naughty tingle. So you just need to... <laughs> you just need to tell him what they did wrong. Mm-hmm. I did, you know what yeah, I he mean? Does. He gets the naughty vibe where he you gets the warm yes, fuzzies when they're yes, well-behaved. Yes. yes. <laughs> Play the messages. <laughs> Thanks for calling Santa's hotline. Hi, Santa. This is Eliana's dad. She's been a bit of a brat lately, so I think you might have to put her on the naughty list. She keeps bashing up her little brother. It's a bit unfair, I think. See you, Santa. Hello, Santa. Aria's being a very naughty girl. I don't know if she can have any toys this year. I'll call you back and let you know if she gets good. Otherwise, you might have to put her on the naughty list. Okay, Santa? Ashley's being very naughty today. She's made massive mess and now she won't let me wash her hair. I think she needs to go on your naughty list. Thank you, Santa. Yes, I would like to report two naughty girls, Mia and Danica. Can you please put them on the naughty list? Because I think they deserve it. Hi, I'm just letting you know that Charlie Mackay did lie and he promised he's not going to do it again. So I'll let you know if he does lie again. Thanks, Santa. Hello, Santa. I have two-year-old Felicity here who thinks it's okay to talk back and be cheeky to her mummy and run off through the shop touching everything. So I think that she needs to be put on the naughty list until she can learn that that's not okay to do. And you say sorry, Santa. Eli has been very naughty and he definitely will not be on you can hear him crying now for no reason. That's what he's doing all day. Hi, Santa. I'm calling about a very, very naughty Lucy at the moment. We are at the shopping centre and she just hit me because I told her she couldn't have a lolly. And I really, really think you should consider giving her a call for Christmas. <laughs> Hi, Santa. Oliver Richardson is being very naughty today. Yeah, she can hear yeah, it's been like this all day. He doesn't deserve to Christmas present. Yeah. So just bringing to let you know. Thanks, Santa. A decade later, we'll still get presents. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hello, this is Willow. My mother's been saying Willow. So I really don't want to hear. So I'm pretty sure you might not bring her anything. And make sure you put her on the bad list. Bye-bye. Hi, Santa. It's Kat. James is being naughty this morning. He's trying to eat Pringles, and he's not listening. I'm going to give him one more chance, but if not, I'm going to call back. Can you please cancel all his presents? Thank you. Bye. This is, like, the fourth time I've called, and um, I think there's a three-strike deal where if I call more than three times, you don't deliver any presents at all. Thanks, Santa. Bye. Hi, Santa. I'm ringing you because I've got a naughty little boy here who's five. His name is Quinn. I think he might need to go on your naughty list. Santa wants to know if you're going to start behaving. <laughs> Are you going to do what yeah. Mummy says? Yeah. And by the way, I think Mummy might need a big bottle of vodka in her Christmas sack this year. Thanks, Santa. Abby and Matt on Hit 
Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on podcast one called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Hey, yesterday we were talking about this, and I think we're not going to hear the end of it after what's happened over in Hollywood with the Harvey Weinstein, with the sexual harassment Mm -hmm. allegations, and it's happened here in Australia as well. And we're talking about what is appropriate and not appropriate in workplaces. I think it's actually, it's, which I, I like. I like the fact that it's probably making a lot of people stop and think, is my behaviour crossing a line? Yeah. And do I, do I need to reel it in? Yeah. Well, I remember seeing one tweet of someone going, why are guys always scared? Like, oh, it's a witch hunt. What, am I next? Have you sexually harassed anyone? Yeah. Then yes, you are being next. If you haven't, then no. Mm. Think about it. There'd be a lot of people who are not sleeping at night. Yeah. Yeah, because they've crossed the line. Mm. Bad luck for them. Um, But we thought, well, why don't we find out what is appropriate and not appropriate with a psychotherapist. We've got Melissa Ferrari. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No, thank you. We're talking about what is acceptable. And you've actually got a little bit of a list in the workplace because I know the guys were like, well, what happens if it's, like, I guess, flirting or an interaction and between friends? Can that be um, conveyed as harassment? Well, I think if it's between friends, you've really got to be able to trust your gut and make sure that you know each other very, very well around these things. And, you know, I, I, when, when I talk about a subject like this, you know, it's, I think it's a very difficult one for, for men to know nowadays exactly what to do. Mm. But I think, you know, anything, particularly for a woman, you know, if it doesn't feel okay, well, then it's probably not okay. So it's about being very, very aware and checking inside, you know, would this, would, let's say somebody said this to a close friend of mine, how would I feel about it before you actually say it? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And so would you have to say that by what you just said there, it has to go on almost a case-by-case basis then? I think it is. I think it can be by case-by-case basis, but I think there are some things that we all know are not okay, Mm, you know, that are outrightly unacceptable things like actually complimenting someone, particularly at their body parts, Mm. making references to anything around sex or um, fantasy, commenting on anything when when you're under the influence of drugs Mm. or or alcohol and things are a bit looser. So you've just got to be really careful in, in respect of yourself and being aware of boundaries. Do you think a lot of the men that do this sort of stuff are unaware that they are crossing the line or do they fully know it and that's part of the thrill? Look, I really do. Look, there are some like that, of course, but I do really think sometimes men nowadays don't know what to do because this is a very, very delicate area, particularly with all the rising harassment allegations. Mm. You know, it can put somebody off. But I also think, you know, like Abby just said, to be able to sort of check in and think, have I ever been guilty of something like this, even if it was in a slight way, Mm. just to be really aware that, you know, maybe I need to rethink that next time. I do go to say somebody, you know, nice legs or or something like that, you know, because it it, it can really provoke a lot in in women, particularly if there's been a history of anything like this. 
Yeah, I remember my dad always saying to my brothers, would never say a comment that you wouldn't like someone saying to your mother or to your sister. Mm. Do you know? Exactly. And like, and if you've got daughters now, mm. yeah. you wouldn't want that comment to be said to them or you wouldn't want that behaviour to be directed towards them, then you shouldn't be doing that to other mm. people, of course. What do, what I do you, think that's the mm. perfect guide. I think that's a really good guide, Amy. What do you think about yeah. all the women that are coming forward now? Because I know, you know, and I'm not saying it's everyone, but I have read a lot of, like, you know, Twitter comments of guys going, oh, you know, you should have done it earlier. Why do it now? How would you respond to that? Well, I think that it's difficult, you know. When you've experienced something like that, it can provoke a lot of feelings in women, you know. It can sometimes even be a little bit of, of misplaced shame of, oh, did I do something? Mm. All of these kind of confusing things that, ca- that are coming up. But I really do think, and I think this is fantastic, that collectively as a society, we're starting to become more aware of these things. And therefore, I think it is giving women permission to come forward a little bit more. So I think it's a really good shift and that we are really maturing in in areas like this. Would you say, Melissa, that if you are uh, in a workplace or in a situation where um, someone may be saying things that you don't like, um, Mm. are you better off to get on it early and say, hey, look, you know what, that's making me uncomfortable because there is a chance that people might go, oh, okay, and and change their behaviour? Look, I think, you know, it's, it, that's, that is another case by case. I wouldn't like to answer that as a kind of blanket statement because there are some people who really genuinely don't know what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. and some that really do know, you know. So I think it's, it's something you'd have to navigate. And if it feels like someone that you could say, I'm not happy with what you're doing and saying it very gently and very kindly, we'll go ahead. But as soon as it starts to feel not okay, and particularly if you feel even a little bit threatened or scared, well, then I think you've got to take different measures. Yeah, I know I can only speak personally for me, but I think the best thing that I ever did when something was going on with the workplace is tell my male colleague. Mm. So he just made sure that I was never alone in the room. And that's getting someone to really have your back. Yeah. Get someone to have your back, and I think that's really um, a good way to manage it, and that way you can kind of contain it. Mm. Well, uh, Melissa, thanks for coming Thank on you. this morning. You've got a website we can go and check out too, melissaferrari.com.au. Really appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us the info this morning. Wonderful. Thanks for asking me. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> Usually you watch the news and you see negative, negative, anti this, anti that. But something uh, beautiful and positive happened yesterday that mm-hmm. I saw on the news last night. You know that I love an engagement. It was a very weird place for this engagement <laughs> to happen as well. I think this might be the first one ever. Yeah. <gasps> yes, we are joined by Tim Wilson, MP. Good morning. Good morning. And congratulations. Is, yes. Is this the first engagement that has happened in Parliament? Uh, it is the first engagement that's ever happened on the floor of the House of Representatives. Yes. Uh, a strange one indeed. <laughs> Let's have a listen to how it went uh, yesterday uh, when you proposed to your partner, right? That's right. All right, here we go. Have a listen. Ryan Patrick Bolger, will you marry me? We'll put this. We'll chuck that in the memoirs and hands up. Should let Hansard note to record that that was a yes, a resounding yes. Congratulations. Thank you, Speaker. It's, it's so gorgeous. I love all the giggles because it's still like a, it's a formal proposal. It is, and you know, it, it's never been done before. I, I can completely understand why, but after we've just spent $100 million and uh, had this massive public vote over our relationship, 
it was at the end of a bill, uh, the debate or the, my speech around the bill to make marriage for same-sex couples legal. So I thought, well, what better way to end it? And now you guys are like, okay, we need to finalise this because finalize this we need to choose a date. Like, when are we When are we actually going to, I guess, to, to make it legal? Uh, well, we're passing the bill through the parliament, hopefully, this week, and then I presume we're going to get married early next year, but uh, we haven't set a date formally, but probably sometime in the first quarter of next year. In parliament? Tell me you're getting married in parliament. <laughs> no. 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 There is a chapel there, though, right? Uh, well, there, there's a prayer room. I'm not sure there's an actual chapel, right. but no, I, I have no intentions of getting married either in a chapel or in the federal parliament. No, One enough. of the reasons why uh, we fought on this issue for a long time is because we always had a strong view we should be able to get married in Australia and in our home city, the great city of Melbourne. Mm. How, can I ask you, um, when, how old were you when you came out? I was 18. 18. So... Your political career, you've been uh, an openly gay man. Have you? How has that been for you, um, dealing with, I guess, what it has been a bit of a boys' club, really? Uh, well, I'm still a boy, so... I yeah. Why not you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I didn't realise that. But you know what I mean? Like, I guess you've that got, has, it hasn't got, been legal and you've been fighting, I yeah, guess, for You've got it. men in there who are like, nah, only blokes can marry women and carry on and carry on, but... Uh, yeah, but I mean that—that that is a uh, a large section of the Australian community. It's not the majority, as we've since found out. Mm. But it's still a large section, and they have a right to have their voice heard. And some, they've now had a mirror shown up to them um, by the country, and realise that they're a much smaller percentage than the rest of the nation. So it's one of those times where uh, you know we, we've been through a process. You've better be part of the change, and part of the change has been sacrifice and fighting in difficult circumstances. But that makes the result better. Have Have you had conversations with people like Tony Abbott, though, who are openly against it? Oh, absolutely. And over many years, Tony and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, and uh, we've had many conversations at different points. And sometimes they've been tense, shall we say. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he is entitled to his view. We respect his view. We just disagree. And uh, we have to find a way to work and move on. Is he getting an invite to the wedding, though? Uh, well, I don't, uh, we haven't drawn up a list, so okay. at this point, nobody has. All right, all right. So he could, the seating plan might just be further towards the door. Well, well I'm going to his sister's wedding uh, oh, early yes. in the new year, and yeah. he's going to be at that, so uh, we'll see how that goes. That's going to be hard, though, Tim. I've got to be honest, because that's like an award ceremony. When they say, I do, everyone's going to look at Tony, at Tony Abbott to see his reaction. Yeah. You know when they do that when someone else wins the award and you're like, ooh, this is awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it'll be a pleasant fair. And he got up in the parliament yesterday and said, yes, I'm going to go and I'm looking forward to his sister's wedding and it'll all be fine. Yeah. You know, I think that she... And plus he's got his daughter's wedding he needs to think about. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. And then he used to pay for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to hurt him more. Suck <laughs> I think we should make mention, though, too. I mean, I, I haven't seen as much of it. You might be different, Tim. I think the No campaign has actually taken the outcome pretty well. I mean, they were had a bit of a dirty fight up until the plebiscite uh, and the vote came out. But since um, since losing it, I guess they've really... No one's really come out and said too much. They've just copped it on the chin. Yeah, the, the people who are against it, um, apart from a, a small number of people who will never give up, most people have accepted, OK, we had a vote, we lost, we move on. And, you know, I got messages of congratulations from people who were on the no side yesterday, who uh, both in Parliament and outside Parliament came up and said, oh, well, you won, congratulations, good luck, and, you know, I hope you have a long and happy life together. That's lovely. Mm. 
Well, uh, congrats, mate. Like the rest of us, you now get to have the opportunity of divorce as well. So, uh, hopefully not. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Very romantic there, Matty. He says that to every newly engaged couple, Kim. So get less for murder, mate. Don't uh, okay, no, just kidding. It's gorgeous, mate. Good on you. Thank you so much for calling us this morning. We appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar, emotional eating. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. <laughs> and so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. Hey. If you're a building bloke or a tradie chick, we want to see you work your bit in the tradie chat calendar. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's that time of the week where we hand control of the radio station over to the wonderful Scotty Too Hotty, Abby's partner. He talks all things tradie. Morning, Scotty. How you doing, bud? Oi, how you going there, matey? I'm good, Last matey. Last time the year and you didn't forgot an intro, did you? Well, they, no, they, they, I thought they had one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit disappointing, Stav. You normally do better than that. I'm one, sorry, mate. bud, I'm You're sorry. Dropping your, dropping your bundle, mate. I am, I am. Hey, Scotty, yeah. how's the uh, the vibe on the on the street been from the people of Brisbane since you became a hot calendar model? Crazy, mate, crazy. Look at people throwing themselves in front of the car, mate. <laughs> Or because yeah, they've, they've seen it and they, they're not happy with what they saw? Or? Oh, they, they're just itching at the bits to grab hold of one, mate. You know, it's just, um, you know, it's just everyone wants one. I get stopped everywhere. you got a calendar. you got a calendar. I'm like, nah. That's actually... You know, what's going on there? That's actually not a lie. We, really? We, yeah, we actually are getting people asking, can we get a calendar? So we've given away a few that we had at home. Pardon? That's friends wanting them for their mum. Let's not lie here, Abby. There's a lot of people that want them for their mums. Because mums love calendars. I don't yeah, think it's right. the content. It's just they love a calendar. Oh. No. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of cheapskates as well trying to get away with like, something that I do is um, give them to them for a birthday, uh, for Christmas. Oh, ah, yes, yes, yes. So this is, this, well, this is his issue done. after he doesn't think we've given enough away. Yeah, right. You're not happy yeah. with the marketing we've done for your tradie calendar that you invented, buddy? No, no, not really, not at all. You guys are, you know, like I said, dropping the bundle there. You know, you get Make It Rain Mondays. What about Make It Rain Tuesdays? Where everyone who gets you know? on there gets Jesus. one of your calendars. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I reckon everyone should just bombard the radio station, 131060, ring up, <laughs> complain about how you haven't had a, a chance to win one of these things. Yeah. yeah. Get on the blower. And put the wind right up you, blokes. Are you, yeah. Hang on. Are you soliciting for your own calls now? Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Well done on the number there, babe. <laughs> what's the number? I lasted the whole year on Tuesday. <laughs> what's, the, what's the number? What's the number again? Thirteen ten sixty. Look at him go. Yeah, yeah, people yeah, are calling. Yeah, the thing is, is, though, yeah. Rake Around Mondays, people get really excited because we gave away Taylor Swift yeah. tickets. So these people better be excited, Taylor Scotty. Swift's got nothing, man, on, on, on the calendar. You know, I want to see some excited people ring up. Hey, I want one of these calendars, you beauty. Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, hang, on, hang on a second. I've just Dream been... and girls. I've just been given a number yeah, to, uh, a button to press. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. St- yeah. St- stand by. Hang on. What's this? Make your head Tuesday. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
Perfect. That's good. I All like right. it. Who knows? Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Make it uh, rain Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. I can't even say it. Tuesday. 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 Tuesday, yeah, that's it, darling. Yeah. Nice work, love. All righty. You know, my hubby does this segment, Tradie Chat Tuesday. We've got a calendar, and he says that we're not giving it out enough. So he wanted to do, yeah. do Make It Rain Tuesday like we did Monday yesterday with Taylor Swift tickets, but this one with the calendar. He is Mr. December. Yes. Yep. He shred for about a month, didn't he, pre to yes. the photo shoot? And now I'm like, hun, remember when you went to the photo shoot and you said you wanted to get all, like, trim and you were impressed with the other guys, you wanted to stay like that? And he goes, yeah. Now this photo shoot's done. Yeah, he's, he's got off. evidence of it. He's fine. He's done. Yeah. Oh, it's got, you see, now you need to give him the next thing to look forward to. Next year's calendar. calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, your husband not happy with the amount of publicity it's been getting on the air. He invented Make It Rain Tuesday. So everyone who gets on air, he gets a calendar. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, and they're going to be correct. excited, apparently. From Thornlands, we have Larissa. You've got a calendar. Thank you. Oh, that's okay. Oh, no, you need no. to be like more like like we're just giving you Taylor <laughs> Swift tickets. Like, aha! It's just a calendar. Woo! Yeah. Well done. Woo! Are you, is that for yourself? No, it's for my mother-in-law who's in Canada. So you guys will go international. Wow. Wow. wow that's going to make a lot of sense in Canada. That's exciting. <laughs> Next person Canada. that gets one from Rochdale is Kathy. Uh, you are welcome. We are making it rain calendars hardcore. Let's go to our next caller. All right, Chris and Carbo. Chris, you got yourself a calendar, buddy. You bloody ripper. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it going to hang in your house? Oh, the wall. The, the wall. wall. <laughs> yeah, I walked into that one. You ask, yeah. you receive. That's true. That uh, was my Jane fault. Jane in Bray Park, you've got yourself a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're welcome, Jane. Enjoy that. Uh, Thank you. All righty. Uh, let's go to Redland Bay. Aaron, you're on the air. Hey, woo! <laughs> hey, Aaron, is this calendar for you? That's nah, for my wife, mate. I was supposed to be at Cannon Hill and I couldn't get there the day that Scotty was there. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, because he was doing signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and then she's pregnant, so happy wife, happy life. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well you done. You have not messed up, eh, Aaron? Uh, let's go to Green Bank. Fran. Hi, how are you going? You better have some wall space because you have got a calendar. Will I get signed by Scotty, though? You want to get it signed by Scotty? Yeah. We could, we yeah. Could probably, oh, yes, we could yeah, totally we, get we, it signed by Scotty. Yeah. That's the only reason why I want a calendar. Okay. Do you want us to sign it as well? Oh, if you want to. Thanks, okay, Fran. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Thanks, thanks cool. for listening and tuning in you know, for Trady Chat Tuesday. I love it. I've also realised we're You're on welcome. the front cover of this. So we, we were not even going to be on anyone's wall at all. No. They're, no. they're going to flip straight yes. over to January <laughs> yes. and that's it. Yeah. We don't we're even get a look in. He stitched us up. I actually think he's stitched us up there. Mate, I honestly have to take the photo of him with other people. And I'm like, do you want a photo with me? And they're like, nah. Nah, who are you? <laughs> a, different audiences, though. That's yeah. what you got to remember. Right. We've yeah. got Lisa in Marsden. You've got yourself a calendar. Woo! Yes! Yes! Even my kids are excited if you can hear that. There you go. <laughs> well done. Thanks, guys. No worries. You're welcome. Uh, there we go. Make it we rain see- Tuesday. No, look, it was good. It was good. Made it rain calendars. We've got we've got a couple of thousand that we need to get, give away as well. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, keep listening to us. We'll randomly give them away. You know what? If you want one that bad, yeah. 
If you make it to air for other stuff, you've got to ask for them. Okay. Yeah, if you want one, you go, yeah. hey, thank you so much, guys, and can also have a tradie chat calendar, then yeah. you'll get one. Yeah, so you got to slide it in the conversation. You'll pick one up. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on podcast one called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Bit of a day in history at the moment. It is the 25th year since the first text message has been sent. Wow. 25 years ago today, the first text message was sent. And do you know what it said? Nope. We've opened up a can of worms. Um, It said Merry Christmas. It said Merry Christmas. It said Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hang on. Oh, yeah, on the 5th of December. Mm. Remember when you really had to work to get a letter, though, because it wasn't predictive text? You used to, yeah. Yes. No, you had to actually press the buttons individually. Yes, I meant you really yeah. had to work for it. You had to do it a few times to yeah. get the letter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go past it. Oh. Um, but look at, look at everything that's happened since then and all the wonders and messages that have been sent, historical messages. Donald Trump's <laughs> tweeting, like, political um, law now. Mm. Uh, but And there's also been the mishaps, like... Um, like ju- just this week, I don't know if you saw this story. A guy, his mum got him a uh, a new sweater, and he gave it to his girlfriend, and his girlfriend put on the sweater, and he took a photo of the girlfriend and went, "Oh, thanks for the sweater, mum." She was in bed at the time. He didn't realise that the ropes that he has in the bed for extracurricular activities were in the shop. Well, you've heard you got a door, you got a gym. Maybe now you got a bed, you got a gym. <laughs> wow! No, he's got to explain that. Do you reckon? Were they, were they fluffy ropes? Uh, no, 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 uh, no, I don't, uh, no, I think they're just red ropes with little handcuffs. Oh, yeah. That's In the a, background, that's yeah, the, You yeah, know yeah. what that is? You know what that is? Some a people, lot of work. <laughs> some people fall out of bed during the night, and that is yeah. a safety measure to ensure that he does not fall out of bed. That's all that is, completely innocent. Yes. Although I always say that the worst photo I've ever seen in the background is a friend of ours sent a text message um, after the birth of his child, and he was so excited. He had the tears, and he was holding it up to the camera mm-hmm. and posted it up on Facebook. Yep. We all had to try and call him. He didn't pick up his phone. His wife was in the background um, getting mended. <laughs> Ooh. Betcha that was frosty when she found out about that. We were that. all like, he, he posted up a thing saying, so excited, um, obviously, of the birth of our child. Can please no one um, further talk about the photo that went up? Mm-hmm. Well, also, you know how it works on social media. The more someone likes it yeah. or comments on it, the yes. higher up in the feed it goes. So yeah. everybody would have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just recently, there was a lady that um, posted a photo up and got done cheating because another lady recognized it as a view from her bedroom. Wouchch. She posted going, oh, my God, look at this beautiful view of the lights. Nah, she wanted to get caught. You reckon? Yeah. Why would you, why would you post from the location? May, she may as well have just checked in. You don't think that when I, when I um, stole your baby formula, <laughs> and the first photo I took was it making a phone call in a phone booth, yeah. and the address of the phone booth was the corner of the street that I live on. 
And that was in the photo. So Stav's saying stupidity can be done by anyone. <laughs> See, whenever I post something, I you zoom. double check. I zoom in on everything, every corner, really, everywhere. No, just to double see, check. I posted a photo before where I was like, Ugh. yeah. When I was the last one, I posted in Bali, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's fine. Because I was laying down. Mm. And I got my husband to sort of check in. He's like, it's fine. First comment, are you nude? <laughs> like, no, I'm well, was not. was in the bathroom or something? Was were. It? Yeah. Because you, you, you don't like a tan line. <laughs> what, were you, what were you doing? Sunbaking nude. No, I was, just, I was just sunbaking. But you couldn't see anything, so I thought it was fine to post. And I thought people ah. would just presume I've got a strapless on. No, they yeah. did not. No. no. I assumed a lot of those people probably zoomed on that photo too. Do you zoom in photos quite a bit now? Yeah, I check all my photos and zoom no, in. But no, but you must like zoom in other, other people's. Yeah. Oh, no, not other people's. Before I post mine, I zoom to check what's in the background. Mm. If it's in your house, I never know what kind of paraphernalia might be floating around what in that joint. What paraphernalia have you got? Well, you'll never know because I always check my photos. <laughs> <laughs> we went on 131060. What have you left in a photo that you've uploaded? Or you just gone, oh, no, whoopsie. Uh-oh. Retract, retract, retract. SpaghettiO. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. That's it, we're done. Oh, yeah, right here. We're wrapped up for okay, the day. Okay, cool. I just wanted to hang out more. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Mm. So we... That's enough. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> we like to get things off our chest at the end of the show. This one's for me. Hey, Abby. <clears throat> Been on a bit of an elimination diet. Been eating pretty well. Haven't drunk alcohol for 12 weeks. Good effort. Until last night. And I would have to say that Monday night is not a good time to experiment with alcohol and dairy. I was up a little bit last night. Went out for dinner for our anniversary. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Red wine went down all right, though. How'd it come out? Yeah, not good. Mm. Thanks. (laughs) No thanks. It was for your... uh... Wedding anniversary too, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, seven years. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Romantic though, to have to head home and sit in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Married life. <laughs> <laughs> Vouchers are, I think, a fantastic present. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what to get someone, ask what their favourite shop is, buy them a voucher, they can go and sort it out themselves. But why is it with vouchers when you get them, you put them away somewhere, you forget about them, then you find them one day so or even just a week after they expire. You know, they try and change the law on that here in mm. Queensland, saying that you... They, they won't expire. Yeah, won't expire. It was $4 billion worth mm. last yes. year. Well, I wish they'd come in earlier, but it's always the case. Mm. You, it's always a week. It's only just passed. Mm. Why couldn't you have found, found it a fortnight earlier? Because you didn't look. I don't need your facts, Dad. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Hey there, ants. Went jumping in muddy puddles yesterday. And obviously, you guys had been displaced from your underground hive toiling for your queen because it had flooded. You write ants, novels for ants. (laughs) It's cute. Covering the already flooded plain with many an angry ant who was just moments before happily in its underground den, possibly watching its favourite ant television show. (laughs) I had nothing to do with the displacement. I just happened to be walking in the park. But you took it upon yourself to attack me as the one giant who was around to cop your wrath. The bull ant one? Bitten by bull ant. Oh, ow. It hurts. It does hurt. I had to, like, one was stuck in me. I had to pick it off. 
Oh, really? Like, in there. Yeah. Real in there. fighter. Hey? I'm not a picnic, guys. Simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, that is the show done and dusted. Usually a bit of extra business here, but it feels like a businessless week. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah? Yep. We're on holidays next week. Abby, so. Abby just wants to go home. I'm a little I'm a little hungover today. I mean, drink responsibly, but... Mm. Mm. Well, it is the season. It is the season. It is the season. To be drunk. Merry. Jolly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Stop, Stab, Abby and Matt.